0: Welcome to the Tech Diva Success Podcast. This is a short weekly podcast that focuses on tools, processes, and best practices that truly fuel success for women in technology. We thank you for tuning in, and we hope you walk away with at least one best practice that will help you level up personally or professionally. What can you take action on that will make you 1% better? This show gives us space to grow that amazing potential you have inside of you by bringing you guests from all walks of life and allowing them to share their success secrets with you. I'm your host, Nicole Scheffler, and I consider myself a tech diva with over 15 years experience in a technology career. And I'm committed to sparking tech diva success with my collection of various books, podcasts, and projects, including our other podcast, the diva tech talk podcast, which is all here to inspire you and is dedicated to women in technology. I know you're gonna love it, so on with the show. Hey, Tech Divas and allies, before we kick in the show, I wanna take a second to tell you happy Women's Month and happy International Women's Day. March is a fabulous month for our Tech Divas and allies as we celebrate the embodiment of magical feminine power in technology, and we choose to challenge equality together. And so we can all rise and continue to make an impact in this male-dominated field together. Thank you for supporting this show and we send love to all of our tech divas out there. All right, welcome tech divas, allies. Are you ready to embrace your edge? (laughs) Find out what that means. Then you are in the right place and you are in for a treat. I am honored to be with a Vietnamese immigrant, a dedicated mother, a seasoned technology executive. Hang Black has an extensive background in areas that I love, like engineering, as well as marketing, sales leadership, and entrepreneurship. She began as a process engineer very early on at AMD, where she earned multiple patents in semiconductor manufacturing. She moved her career then. Over to Cisco as a technical marketing engineer, which is another thing I have in common with Hang, because I was also a technical marketing engineer at the same company. We have a lot in common. And then she added her skill set, kept moving up and up. Some things happened. And then she left Cisco to start her own company where she was nicknamed Black Ops for her cutting edge solutions into field marketing and marketing ops. And she is now the vice president of is that revenue correct me on that hang revenue enablement revenue enablement there we go hey that sounds great we all love revenue and we love enablement <laughs> and so, as you can see she is the author of the new book embrace your edge and this is so amazing because this whole project tech diva success everything we do in our careers And her body of work is out there to tell your journey and learn and any historian, Bob, you're learning from the journey of others. So what an honor to have you with us today, Hang, to share some of your journey with our tech divas out there, because you have really
1: done some amazing things. Well, thank you so much for having me and uh, letting me share my story so that people don't feel individually insane. That we all have our own stories and it's not that easy and it's harder for some people than others. Yes, I think having that sense of
0: community and feeling like you're not alone. I'd like to just ask you about that, right? You have a powerful, successful career that you have climbed any type of ladder, moved ladders, Mm -hmm. built your own dang ladder to get to, uh, and you've persevered through some things as well. But what is your mission? for the book, for the speaking that you're doing, what is your big why here? I'm just interested.
1: I think it's important to crack open those very honest conversations. If you look at diversity and inclusion, it hasn't moved in 20 years. It doesn't matter what programs we build. It just hasn't moved. And why is that? Because we're not brave enough to share those stories and we're not brave enough to have those very difficult conversations. Of, you know, do you know who is the most discriminating against minorities? Other minorities. Yeah. That's a very difficult conversation to have. But man, if you're willing to have it, you will have some real innovation that comes out of it. So I'll ask you, for instance, and, you know, Nicole, we're going to cheat a little bit because I know you've read the book. <laughs> but I'm going to ask you, ask you a question. What does a minority mean to you?
0: It's not what you think it means. It's not always the color of your skin or your sex. So I think minorities are contextual into the situation that you're in. So we are all minorities at some place and juncture.
1: Oh, I'm so pleased that you said that And every single podcast that I've been on, I ask that question and people are now answering the same way. It's not just race. It's not just gender. It's not just age. It's not just tenure. It's not just religion. It is when you are in this smaller population of the room. And when you're in the smaller population of the room, you have less of a voice, full stop. Okay. So when you ask me what my mission is, my mission is to have people understand their privilege. It's okay to be privileged. Let's remove all the judgments and shame around that word. It's okay to have privilege and it's okay to use that privilege. What is not okay is to abuse it and to kind of, grab onto it and not share it with others around you, because that's where cognitive diversity is really meaningful. So my mission is to give, use my 30 years of experience. My road was so much more difficult than it needed to be. But, you know, I now have that time and experience behind me where I've read a ton of books. I've gone to a ton of conferences, taken profuse notes. I've gone through a lot of therapy with a lot of the, you know, personal incidences in my life. And I've also had the privilege of a lot of executive coaching. So how do I give all those gifts back to the women and minorities and immigrants behind me so that they can share in that access? The reason inclusion diversity hasn't moved is because the conversation has been incomplete without a discussion about access.
0: I love it. I want to talk more about access and what that means to
1: you. Sure. So my very, um, one of my first chapters is called Navigating in the Dark, as you know. And what that means is when you are beginning your career, everyone starts at the big wide base. Everything is, you know, hopeful. There are many, many routes up the mountain. When you climb for a while, you notice, hey, some people have a jet to the top. Some people have a helicopter to the top. Some people have surfers and tools you didn't even know existed. You didn't even know that you needed but you know what? I'm really good. I'm going to work hard. I'm going to get up there by myself. Some of us don't even know that we're navigating in the dark because how do you know that you're blind if you can't see? And the thing is the myth of meritocracy works for a while. And so when you hit those bumps in the road, you just think, I'm going to work hard. I'm going to work hard. And every time it works until you start moving into the ranks of leadership, it stops working. And You have to recognize when there are opportunities, you have to be able to see them and you also have to be able to accept them. When I went to all the conferences, I heard two words, brand and networking. And it made me want to throw up. You know, I don't even like the word working my net. It sounds, um, it sounds opportunistic, but let me tell you something. I thought I was that good that I would work the hard way up. When in actuality, I was only that arrogant. You have to do the work, but you can find a way to do it very authentically. That's where Strength Finders comes in. That's where MBTI comes in, Myers-Briggs. That's where, you know, doing the personal work of understanding your brand, what you stand for, what your values are, and then how you deliver it. You can actually do it. So just because you weren't born without access doesn't mean you can't create and curate it for yourself. Yeah. And I want you to expand a little bit about that because our show helps
0: women in tech become successful. How do you suggest we frame up success at the earlier stages of our career so that we're not hit blindsided 10 years later when you look around and say, how come everybody around me was elevated and I'm still sitting at this level? And I've done all the things. How can you give advice from that to help women set up something that is successful that does work in the problem that
1: you're exposing? So, the first thing is to just kind of level set about life. There are a few things, there are a few myths I'm going to break. Let's talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly up front. The good, you're intelligent, you're focused, you're committed. The bad. The formulas for success out there won't work for you because they weren't written for you by people who are like you. And the ugly, life isn't fair. So just suck it up. And sitting on the floor, pounding your fist, saying life isn't fair, it's not gonna do anybody any good. So just realize it and move forth. So how do you do that? How do you move forth? You know, I do use a tool that you know about, the three R's, reflect, recalibrate, reset reflect means get oriented in where you are right now realistically and if you could wave a magic wand what would success look like for you okay and don't let other people define what success looks like for you it is not a binary choice of i need to be a nurturing caregiving martyrish stay at home mother Or I'm this horrible, heinous, you know, female executive that's lonely at the top. It doesn't have to be one or the other. There are many, many vistas in between the base and the summit. So reflect on where you are. Then recalibrate. What do I need to do to get there? Am I on a path? Am I on a roadmap that somebody else drew for me? Am I still bound by previous and past beliefs? And I've, I've, you know, suffocated the seeds of growth. So you actually have to really listen to where, when, and how your heart beats and figure out, okay, I've reflected, I've recalibrated. Now you got to reset. Now you know your path and it's disorienting. It's confusing, but that awkwardness, embrace it because that's where growth comes from. And just do it, become relentlessly, relentlessly relevant and do not give up. And one of the reasons I share my story it's very vulnerable. It's very raw because it's not like I've been climbing my whole life. My career went like this for 10 years. It went like this and actually down some for a decade. I had to pick myself up. My career didn't actually really take off until I was 45 years old. So it's never too late.
0: And resilience is the other R, the silent R in your three R's there, because you've been very resilient. You talk about ambition and I want to bring it up on the podcast because it's so important to understand the double-edged sword of ambition where people see it not as a threat, but as a benefit. Mm -hmm. And whether that's a leadership mindset to see your people, (laughs) your Mm -hmm. ambitious people, or as you are the ambitious one to understand when to maybe move on. Yeah.
1: So look, I am unapologetically ambitious. And women suffer from the likability component, which is, again, a binary situation that society puts us in. We're either likable or competent, but competent women are not often regarded as likable. So you know what? It's okay. I no longer focus on belonging to a certain group. I belong to myself and I curate my own group of people who are uplifters, who of people who bring out the best in me. So I'm unapologetically ambitious. However, there are a few things that again, if we talk about access and privilege, we have to acknowledge. Life is built around access and privilege. And again, it's okay to be privileged. And I'm not here to privilege shame anyone. I'm also here to free people of victim blaming. Why is it always on women to, uh, you know, to change the environments, to make it better for themselves. You know, we should all be in it together because we are all truly better together. So the other side, the dark side of ambition and thinking of this myth about, I can have it all. No, you can't, you know, you cannot. And let me repeat that. You cannot have it all at the same time, unless you have access to privilege public schools are built around having an assumption of a, of a state home parent. It's just not fair. And that burden often lies on the shoulders of the women. And that's why this book is written for women and it's written for immigrants because there's a plus plus factor. When we talk about gender, race is marginalized. When we talk about race, gender is marginalized. And that's why, women of color have decreased from the beginning of their work experience to the C-suite from 18 to 3%. They decreased by five, six. It's atrocious. It's a crime, you know? So the dark side of that is if you keep trying to change your environment, I don't know about you, Nicole, but I worked myself into the ER twice and I don't really recommend that for anyone.
0: No, absolutely not. Um, you'll have to pick up her book because she shares some very Uh, vulnerable and raw and real and scary moments where you can overwork yourself into health risks. And that's something that I hope all the divas take out from this. When you talk about reflecting and recalibrate and resetting, adding that recalibration in that perfect idea of success to include health, fitness, family, to make room and space because you can thrive and be successful realize that we own that. If you embrace your edge and if you make a space for yourself. So speaking of that, obviously the whole book is going to give you everything, but if they could do something today to pivot besides reflecting, recalibrate and resetting and really looking at what they're doing, what would be a tip of advice for them to move forward?
1: So I would say control what you can influence what you can't and know when to let go of good to make room for great. And at the very end of the book, I do share a framework around how you create your own success. It's called a clear path. See for clarity. I stole my CRO saying, be clear, get clear. And what that means is clarity for yourself, not based on society's uh, judgments, not based on your parents, your cultural background, your kids, your husband, your own expectations of yourself. Wipe the slate clean and gain clarity for yourself. What does success and happiness look like for me? L for learn. Learn from education, learn from experience, and learn from experiments. E for edge. Embrace that which is uniquely you. As Oscar Wilde says, you do you because everybody else is taking, no one can be a better you. So embrace your edge because that's what drives value. That's what makes you more competitive than anyone else. A for access, create it or curate it or both. And then R for responsibility. At the end of the day, you take your own accountability, but also once you get there, don't be a queen bee. Make sure that you pull up all the rest of the chairs up to the table with you. So
0: I have appreciated this time with you. You are amazing. I just want to talk to you for hours and hours, but luckily I have you with me on my bedside with embrace your edge. So I'm going to embrace my edge and it's so encouraging. I feel so inspired by you. This show is a constant inspiration, but you are doing it and you show women like me and our listeners that like we can push forward, but we have a responsibility for owning it, embracing our edge and the access. And I just love your message on both of those as well as formulas that work. You could read about it. We'll put a blog out for you. And if anyone is interested in connecting with you, what's the best way to do that?
1: Hit me up on LinkedIn or go to hangwithhang.com. Yes. And
0: obviously if you're listening out there, if I haven't been like a little promotion for her book, then I want to promote it one more time because she goes deep into her personal journey, her stories, and you can read this wisdom anytime that you're feeling stuck and know that you are enough. You're beautiful just as you are and your journey is your journey to have and your journey to hold and your journey to experience and create. So thank you so much, hang. has been a true pleasure. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you. Thank you again for listening. And we really hope this sparks something in you that you can use to manifest more success in your life. Please give us a rating or review. We would love to see how the show has inspired you. You can also connect with tech diva success on Twitter Insta and Facebook were very easy to find under that name. And we hope this episode was fire for you.